0: Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. Hey, man. That was a good, good opening, David. You really <laughs> uh, nailed it. Um, you know, we uh, tried to do different openings uh, this week, and uh, maybe we're just going to stick with the tried and true formula until I have had the time to think of something a little more fleshed out. Um, but yeah, so that was fun. Uh, ro- Rocky start to recording, but it, uh, it's a learning experience. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe and even
1: Rocky, he, he only got better the longer he did it.
0: <laughs> maybe, uh, um, maybe one of the times we'll have Seth do the intro, but you never know. No, um, you don't. <laughs> So uh, this week, um, I, I I actually was kind of bummed. There was not as much uh, gaming news that came out of the Comic Con that I thought there would be. Um, but it's that's fine. Uh, I I read on Twitter that there was going to be a Spyro panel at some point, and mm-hmm. I never saw any news about that. Uh. there there was nothing um, from any any kingdom hearts stuff oh wait there was the uh there was like the 50 years of mickey trailer or whatever which had some yeah. mickey stuff in it but
1: not not really a trailer just an overview of mickey's appearances in the games
0: right um and i i secretly uh maybe foolishly was hoping that at DC's panel, we would maybe see what Rocksteady was working on. Oh my gosh! Or um, maybe see what what is going on with Marvel at Crystal Dynamics or something. But you know, nope, nothing like that. that. We just have to wait till next month when Gamescom hits, which I'm still pretty sure is the conference that's next month. I, I still could be wrong.
1: Yeah, you could be. I'll look it up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, your keyboard's a lot quieter than mine, so you have the liberty to do that. Um, So while he's doing that, I'm going to talk about what I played, which very interestingly, um, I only played a little bit more of Octopath Traveler. I got three more characters.
1: um, Three Three more Octopaths?
0: Yeah, um, they're they're very different from octolings, um, surprisingly. That's true. Uh, but I I think the game might benefit uh, if they were octolings, but you know it it is what it is. Uh, the game is still fine. It just requires. I'm at the point now where boss fights, and the normal, uh, random encounters take a solid amount of time and strategy because. I I'm at a I'm at a level. All my characters are around level 20 and everything scales up to you. There's never a point where I feel like I'm overpowered over what yeah. I'm running into. So it's it's definitely it's continually providing a challenge, maybe in a way that I don't always want to be challenged, which is fine. It's it's still a good game. I'm still enjoying it. But I definitely was in a mode where I wanted to turn my brain off this week. And so that's why I played something that's near and dear and very familiar to me. And mm-hmm, it came mm-hmm. out on Tuesday. I played uh, Mega Man X. And nice. My I started, um, I always start with, I don't know about you. I'm excited to hear what your number one is. But I always start with Chill Penguin. Um, I always oh, beat yeah. Chill Penguin first. I don't know why, but that's always been like my nemesis in Mega Man X. Mm-hmm. And I, your
1: nemesis, the easiest boss in the game.
0: <laughs> he is the easiest boss in the game, but I. It's just such a good warm up for the rest of the game that I I have to go to it and play. Um, I didn't really mess with any of the other Mega Man's. Um, Mega I really. Man. Yeah, I would really like to. I didn't really play five through eight, even though I had a PlayStation.
1: Ooh, you're in for a doozy.
0: <laughs> are they are they like hyper difficult or just broken or what?
1: No. So the thing about the the Mega Man X games is that um, Mega Man X is like a near perfect game. Just in its in it, the music and its presentation and its level design and and um, mechanically, my- yeah. Um, like they really they knocked it out of the park, knowing that this you know this is the first Mega Man game that's going to be on the Super Nintendo. It's got to be good, and they they absolutely um, created an incredible game. Um, and they 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 get sort of. I don't want to say worse, but they do get worse after it. Um, but they get like a, a lot weirder once you get into the PlayStation uh, games. Um, a lot of it has to do with uh, the 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 PlayStation games um, after X Four. They relied heavily on like multiple armor systems. Okay. And it and it's weird because you start getting some really crazy stuff. Because by the time you're through X three, you know you kind of used all the permutations of what armor can do, um, like the different stuff that it can add on. Um, and X four X four still had good armor, and it introduced the uh, uh, the the Giga armor or whatever it's called, um, which was good. Uh, but and the bosses are super strange. The levels get they get slowly much worse. Um, and then it, it all leads to the X7, which was inexplicably in 3D, um, and then X8, which is just, I don't know, they tried to go back to a 2D game, but they didn't really, my, my biggest issue with X8, um, I'll, I'll have to, when I, when I go back and play through it again, I'll see, I remember it being, like, absurdly difficult, uh, and, like, not visually that appealing. So, I don't know. It, it's been a, a steady decline for the the X games. Um, and also, like, a steady increase in insanity. Uh, but, yeah, those should be fun for you on the first try. There are some cool stuff in in those games. I, I will give them that. Um, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, like I said, I played the earlier ones... Um... Look, very fond memories of Mega Man X. I, I don't know how much... Like, I, I, I remember playing the other ones, but I don't mm-hmm. have as clear a memory. And I think that is because, like you said, it's it's kind of a near-perfect game. Um, we I, I was actually talking to a friend about how memory is weird earlier today uh, with just TV shows. But... Um, Like, there's games I remember playing, but I don't remember anything about them. But I know Mm -hmm. for sure I've played them. And, um, like, the American Gladiators game for Super Nintendo is one of them. Um, I know I played a ton of it. I don't even remember most of the gaming in it, but I played a ton of it. Um, But, yeah, I'm excited to, to get into that. Uh, I would really like I forgot which Mega Man game it was and maybe you can remember uh, not to go on too far of a discourse but it was a it was a 3D environment Mega Man and I can't remember if it was on the PS2 or the GameCube where, Are you
1: talking I think you're talking about X7 if it's a Mega Man
0: X game uh, it's it's not an X it, it was kind of like an RPG type thing
1: uh Command Mission uh maybe yeah that's the one game that i it's not i understand why they left it off but um i really enjoyed x command mission uh, and i wish it was on there but it's not also i wish that when they when they originally released the mega man x collection on like gamecube and ps2 and stuff um you could unlock mega man battle and chase the uh the the racer game that never come out came out in america on, right. from PS1 and I know it's not an X game but I also wish that was on here
0: oh yeah it was definitely a Command Mission um, I'm looking it up on my phone <laughs> um, I would really like and I uh, this is kind of wishful thinking I would like to see them add the and this is going to get into a piece of news I bring up later the the Battle Network games I would like to see those get brought to the Switch in some way because uh, yeah. I, I had a really, I played every one of those. Like, those those are games that, they were all pretty much the same, but I played every yeah. single one of them.
1: Yeah, I, I remember really enjoying the first one and then uh, not really keeping up with them.
0: Um, But not to keep talking about Mega Man, Um, the other game I did kind of fall back in love with, I got it. Last week while I was on sale, uh, I played Enter the Gungeon again, which I had originally played on my PS4, and I couldn't... I liked it, but I couldn't really get into it. And uh, once again, because it's on the Switch, and it's more portable, and it's a lot more accessible to me, I'm playing the crap out of Enter the Gungeon now. And it's it's a bullet hell type game. I think I've talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's it's really good. They just had a huge expansion called uh, Advanced Gungeons and Dragons, which I, I haven't delved into that yet, but uh it's 15 bucks on the eShop and it's super worth a pickup if you like that kind of game where it's like a top down shooter. Um but yeah, it's that's a good time and it's uh, it's neat. But I I'm really excited uh because I've I've been wanting games that I can turn my brain off to, and uh, Destiny's new expansion is coming out soon, so that'll be perfect. Uh, turn my brain off and and collect stuff and play a game. Mm-hmm. So, um, what have what have you been playing uh, over there in Orlando?
1: So I I've also I also got into Mega Man X Collection. I just got it today, actually. Um, we've been playing through X. I actually right before we started recording, I I was about to battle launch Octopus.
0: Ooh.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh. I just want to say, it's it's not some grand revelation that you have made that you uh, of starting with Chill Penguin. The game like literally designs it so you start with Chill Penguin because that's the the thing where you get the the boots and you get and you can dash. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I played, did you play any of the, uh, the, the challenge mode where you fight the two Mavericks at once?
0: No, I, I have not.
1: So I, I jumped into that a little bit. Uh, maybe, um, over, overestimating my abilities (laughs) because I got into it and I, without like, so the way it works is um, you get to choose three special weapons before the battle to use against the bosses. And I, So I got to the first one, um, and I was like, you know, I don't need any special weapons for this. I can do this with just the buster. Um, and I immediately proceeded to die. Um,
0: <laughs> just get wrecked?
1: Yeah, well, I didn't get wrecked, but I didn't really get close to beating them either. Um, but that, I did eventually do it without the Buster, but it was it was a lot more uh, trouble than it was worth. Um, but it's a, it's a cool mode. I'm excited to play through it. Um, I, I really I guess uh, there are three difficulty levels, um, and it seems like you have to beat it through normal to get to hard mode. Uh, but I'm excited for that because apparently, from what I've been seeing on Twitter, the hard mode is basically impossible. Um, so that that'll be fun to try. Yeah,
0: um, you do love. And it's
1: cool. X gets is like a brand new uh, suit of armor. The thing that I was disappointed, actually, though, is that it uses the um, the PlayStation era um, X sprite rather than X from the the Super Nintendo, which disappointed me a bit. I was hoping to to keep it with the uh,
0: retro X. Um,
1: and You're, one thing, you
0: can it's in the it's in the settings.
1: I don't think so not in not in the in the in the X challenge you you it, it's always the Oh in the, the X PlayStation challenge. okay yeah my bad um so we talked about it last week a little bit how they they are they were teasing um sort of an X9 reveal maybe uh but so early early returns or that there isn't anything in the game that is showing anything like the the way that Mega Man Collection had concept art from from the new Mega Man game. So that's a little disappointing. But you never know. Maybe it's in there. Maybe people just haven't looked hard enough.
0: Maybe uh, we'll we'll get a um, a Switch version of that long lost Mega Man World game for the 3DS. Uh,
1: that would be insane. That'll but that, never will, that will never happen. <laughs> But that was a uh, Le- Mega Man Legends three, I think. Oh uh, yeah. I'm still mad that I never downloaded the demo when it was out, because you can't get it now. Yeah. There used to be a playable demo of it, even though even though you had to pay for it. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing that. I what else? I played a little bit of FIFA 18 on the Switch.
0: Yeah, um, I saw you. I saw you online playing that last night. While I was fighting a boss, and I was excited to ask you uh, how how it runs and if it's worth even grabbing.
1: Um, it runs fine. So one of the things I I had forgotten about it until I turned it on and went to go try it. The uh, I forgot that the that it completely doesn't have the like the franchise mode. Um, I remember. I remember us talking about it on the podcast that it that it was going to be kind of a, a, a trimmed down version, but that kind of that kind of bummed me out a little bit because I was hoping to, to to try and mess around with that. But the game the gameplay itself it, it seems to it seemed to run you know just fine. It, it, I I never actually played it on on the big screen. I, I only did it in handheld, um, so I don't know. I, I never. I never looked at how how well it looks on that, but it 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 was really effective at, at having a handheld um, FIFA game. I tried to uh, I tried to to get to take Egypt to the World Cup, but it's actually it was a lot more difficult than I expected.
0: Seems like you've been running into brick walls with games lately. You you ran into brick wall with Egypt in the World Cup, the Mega Man challenge you. You kind of jumped too far into the deep end on that.
1: Look, this is how, y- y- this is how I do it. I-, I ramp up the difficulty and fail until I'm good enough to, to succeed.
0: There you it's go. It's like,
1: uh, it's like when I was playing uh, Neo, which I just died and died and died, and then I turned the music off and I and and I got better.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: I have also so yesterday the the big thing that I played. Um, oh wait, was there one other thing? Uh, no. So the big thing yesterday, me and uh me and my friend Jonathan, we played through a way out all in one sitting. Um, oh okay. Yeah, and so that uh, that was really fun. Um, we had a really good time doing it. The game is really good. Uh, if you don't know, it's the the premise of it is um it, it you have to play a co-op um, each person controls uh one of two characters there's Vincent and there's leo um leo by the way is like is pretty much a, an exact um, copy of the the lead designer of the game but, um, I don't yeah. know if you remember he was the guy at, at the game awards last year who had who went on this really long rant yeah um, yeah um, so that was, that was sort of funny. Um, but yeah, so you, you, you're two guys, uh, in prison, it's always split screen, so you can always see what, what the other is doing on the, on the, on the same screen. Um, and you're in prison, and these two guys get together, and they hatch this plan to break out so they can go enact revenge on, on this, this other criminal who put them in there, um. And this, it was, it was really, I don't know that it was like an emotionally touching story because it was um, like, there are, there are moments in it that do have kind of a, a, a heavier emotional type thing, but it was mostly a pretty light story about two, two friends going to get revenge. Um, and it, it gets kind of, it actually, it's, it's pretty absurd, the stuff that happens um, like near the end of the game. It turns in straight up into like a, like an '80s action movie with just stuff blowing up all over the place,
0: nice. Um,
1: and there, there was actually, and there was some cool gameplay stuff in it too, because it's like it's mostly a, a 3D, a 3D game. There's, but there's this one sequence where it turns into like a a, a 2D beat beat em up, which was it came out of nowhere and it was really funny, um, and and it. And there are all these these tons of like little mini games in there, um, like at, at one point after you escape the prison, you end up in these old people's house, um, and there's a piano and a banjo in it, and you can play like a, a rhythm game on them, just to see cool. what kind of high score you can get. Um, and there's there's this this like a a batting challenge, um, just a bunch of weird stuff. There's connect four in it randomly in this one part. Um, but yeah, it's it's super fun. Uh, I really enjoyed the game. Um, I the ending though, it I had some issues with it. Um, so I'm not gonna like spoil what happens in it, but it it introduces um some information which like puts previous stuff in the game in, in sort of a different context. Um, and. It's just kind of it, it's weird because like the whole game is kind of light and goofy and then like um, the very the, the last act of the game gets really serious. Um, and it kind of like it, it sort of takes what well, the, the whole game had been based on like um, you choosing what where what you choosing the way that you want to do stuff. Um, and then right at the end, it kind of takes the choice away from you. Um, and it's just, it wasn't a bad ending, um, but it, it's definitely, it, it, and I don't even want to say it left a sour taste in my mouth, but it just, like, it made me, it made me feel bad, um, just because, like, the game had been, it had been so fun and, and, and like a, this this great romp up up until then. Right. And then it, it it lands on this low note. And and you know, I guess it's sort of in context of the story it makes sense. Um and, you know, not all stories have happy endings and I get that. But it just kinda like tonally it was a little jarring the way that it, it pivots so quickly. Um but it that's not but it's not to say it made like it, it it made the game in hindsight any worse um but yeah it was a it was a very good game it it i think it it was about just under 6 hours that we we played through it um it's not a super long game at one point at one point we were getting close to the end of the game and uh we thought about stopping and, and we were just like well I don't know. It'd be really weird to stop now. We've played for so long, um, but yeah, it was really good. I highly recommend it. It is 100% Suplex certified. Go out, go get it. Uh, there's, the cool thing about it is, um, you only you ne- only need one copy to play, even if you're playing uh, online. Like, um, you can, if a, a person who doesn't have it can go and download this. Uh, I forget what it's called. But it's like a version of the game that's free, but that you have to have you have to be invited by someone who's playing the game to, to play it. Uh, but yeah, right. go get it. Go find somebody to play it with and have a good time.
0: Yeah, and you said it's only about like six six and a half hours. Yeah,
1: I think our final play time was five hours and forty minutes. So you can bang it out in an afternoon or you know a couple few nights maybe. If you don't want to play, if you don't, if you don't wanna want to sit in front of a TV anymore. all day,
0: yeah, um, yeah, it's
1: a it's a fun time.
0: I should have uh, next week Marianne on to talk about uh, Toad's Treasure Tracker because she has been uh, plowing through that game. With how I mean, she she doesn't want to stop playing her Switch, so she's already dead set that she's gonna be done with treasure tracker and then jump on to breath of the wild. Nice. So she's yeah. Going headlong into this. So, uh, it's kind of exciting. Um, cause she, she beat odyssey. I don't know if we covered that last week. Um, I don't know if she had by the time. No, she had it. So she beat odyssey and she loved it. Um, and to watch her have to do the ending of the game was super fun. Cool. But that's something to look forward to next week. Um, so with that, we will do the, the small, uh, pitch area where we tell you guys to share the episode. Um, I don't like to bother you with this too much, but share the episode. Um, Follow us on all of our social media at suplex the sticks and uh, rate us on whatever you use to listen to us. We see those ratings. We appreciate them. Um, There's a lot of stuff in the works behind the scenes that uh, we will be able to get cool stuff out to you guys. When, if you do stuff like that, so uh, we won't forget you if you already have done it, Um, just be ready to be reached out to. And don't be afraid to reach out to us. Uh, you can message us on Instagram, on Facebook, um, on Twitter, all that stuff. Don't be afraid. Uh, we will talk to you, or we'll ask who you are, and then you can respond with who you are. Uh, mm-hmm. That's uh, that's one of my one of the go tos is uh, who are you? Um, just because we don't always know all of our listeners, so. Um and with that we can get into the uh, nifty bits and the news. Yeah. I still like calling it the nifty bits so still shout out to Chris if he's listening for him making up that uh, that term that always makes me happy to say so um uh let's get let's get right into it. I'm very excited um because the. One of the things that was announced uh, literally today, which it's good we moved the podcast to Thursdays, is that right before we started recording, it was announced that there's going to be a new Labo game. Yeah. Um, the Labo... The vehicle v- picked. Yeah. Um, and it's going to have uh, driving, flying, and swimming, uh, and it well, seems...
1: what not really swimming.
0: Yeah, it's a I,
1: submarine. Submarines I, don't swim.
0: When I was when I was reading the article, I was like, it's weird that they say swimming." Um, so, I mean, a submarine, a submarine subs or dives. A car doesn't car. You're right. A car drives. So I, I think you
1: drive. I think you you drive a submarine.
0: But you fly a plane,
1: sure. You don't drive and you sail a sail a boat, or if if it's a boat with a sail, I guess.
0: I think you drive
1: a submarine.
0: This is this is this is good. I I will find an answer to this because do you oh do you man the submarine? No, well, yeah, that's, but that's that's that doesn't that's refer different.
1: to like making it go forward.
0: This isn't this isn't a grammar podcast. We'll have to hold this off till next week. This will be clarified, uh, <laughs> um, but the there will be it's all going to be it's seemingly on the same island. Um, it's not going to be three separate games, uh, from what I read, and your your Joy-Con will act as like a key to the steering wheel with a uh, a like shifter on it and stuff. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. It looked pretty complex to put together. So um, okay,
1: um, so I've looked it up. There are you can operate a submarine, okay, or pilot a submarine, which also would work with a plane. Yep. Um,
0: but you don't swim a submarine. S- no,
1: that's, <laughs> that's and that's and fine. what? Okay, and this also says drive works. Okay, uh, drive maneuver, hooks. manipulate, control. I like drive pilot. I think pilot is is the better word though.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with you. Pilot, pilot the submarine.
1: Yes. So yeah, I thought it. I thought it looked cool. Um. Okay. So I don't know if it was just me, but I got, I got a kind of like a Diddy Kong Racing vibe from the trailer at least because it. You know, it's got this this vehicle that that can drive and it can fly and it's also underwater, um, and it also had this. I, th- I think it might have been heavily because the the backing music to it was kind of it, it 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 was kind of this this bouncing it reminded me of like a Mario Kart track um yeah and and I, and, and and the colors I don't know I, it's I know it's probably nothing like it but it just sort of gave me that kind of feel um and it is it it it, it looks it looks fun um you know you got to with with these labo things, you got to take them with a grain of salt because, you know, they're mostly just sort of, they they are they call them toy cons and they are toys like they're not super in depth experiences, right? Um, but it does look it looks entertaining and it does appear to have co op in it that they uh, they showed right at the end. Um, it had the the guy and what the kid driving the car. And then his dad was using, like, the joystick to control a gun on the on the back of it. Oh, nice. So it does appear to be something that you'll be able to actively play with your kids. But or yeah, someone else's looks, kids. Looks pretty fun. Yeah, I guess you could play with someone else's <laughs> kids. Like, as long as it's not in a weird
0: way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see if they add mario kart 8 functionality yeah uh, that'll like be that will be with, interesting uh, the motorbike um I, and i don't know that i don't know of any other driving games on the switch so there's um, that
1: new uh nickelodeon racer coming out
0: oh yeah i saw i saw a screen of that on twitter and it was like uh, help! I think my game is glitching. Yoshi doesn't look right, and it was a screen <laughs> of Reptar driving or something. Uh, <sighs> and it, it made me laugh a little bit. So I didn't know that was coming to Switch. So that's cool. I thought I it don't was know just that, a uh, old. I don't PSG know that it movie. is
1: actually. That was uh, just the first thing that popped into my head. Maybe yeah. that uh, Star Fox Grand Prix when it comes out, you can oh. use the, uh, the the flying thing.
0: Yeah. Um, so one thing that I'm actually really excited about because I didn't go out of my way to collect this stuff in Destiny 1 is that they're releasing books of the Grimoire cards.
1: Yeah,
0: um, I saw that. And from Destiny 1. And the first volume comes out this fall. And the book is a it's a hardcover and the art in it looks beautiful mm-hmm. uh, from the couple of screenshots I saw. So I'm really excited to to get a hold of this because once again, everyone's main issue with destiny one is there wasn't enough story when there was story. It just was hidden in these grimoire cards and the grimoire cards had a really fleshed out, neat universe. Uh, Well,
1: I don't know if I would go as far as saying it's fleshed out. Um, It it had interesting stories. Yeah. It adds little, little details here and there. I hope that, it is definitely cool and something I will be interested in getting when it comes out. I hope that it is not just the grimoire, though, and that there is, like, actual, you know, pages dedicated dedicated to, to the lore that are not in the form of these random cryptic stories, but, like, actually, like you would find in, like, a, a regular guidebook or something. Right. But I don't know. I, I think it seems to just be the grimoire this is all it's going to be. Which is still cool. I mean, there is there is definitely cool stuff in there.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, there was this one awesome Kotaku write-up. I can't remember exactly what it was about, but it was about the uh, thorn, I think. Or uh, it was the, it yeah, was the there's story this behind... Whole... There's this one whole the story guns.
1: in it about uh this guardian named Dredgen Yor and how he, yeah. he he gets revenge on on this other dude who for killing his mentor and he uses that gun. Um I think it was the last word.
0: Yeah, uh, the yeah, other, yeah. That was the last
1: uh, So yeah, it was it, it's a cool story. Um But again, like that's it's something that you wish was in the game. Um
0: <laughs> Yeah, you wish it was something you got to see play out.
1: Yeah, but yeah it'll be in there and there's a lot of there's a lot of cool little tidbits in in there like that um and they, they they definitely serve to to I guess flesh out the history of of the guardians as people or rather specific guardians anyway but it's all a lot of it to me while it's interesting stuff is kind of window dressing and so and, and not like super like explaining stuff. Um and and um and I I guess maybe they want it that way. Uh but you never I guess but you never know with original destiny what they actually wanted and uh and how that differs from the product product that we got. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um and then we got uh, another piece of news before I hand it off to you. Um the Games with Gold was announced and mm-hmm. uh for honor And Forza Horizon 2 are the Xbox One games with gold. And the Xbox 360, which are compatible with the one, um, is Dead Space 3 and Epic Mickey 2. And I never played Dead Space 3. And Mm -hmm. I know if Chris is listening, uh, he's going to be frustrated by that. And that'll be good because it'll be a chance for us to play it because I know it was in Mm -hmm. co-op. It was a completely co-op game. And Epic Mickey 2 was supposedly really fun, uh, and I never got to play that either. So that'll be good. Um, and if you... Man, For Honor was a game that I messaged the group about as being... Fr- f- because I was so excited that's free, because that game was so weirdly fun in beta, but I it just was not good enough that I thought, man, enough people are going to buy this that will be worth $60. So the fact that it's free, and Ubisoft is still supporting it very clearly, um, yeah. as you saw at their press conference, um, I'm excited to see what type of second life and you know second breath it can give this game, um, at least on the Xbox.
1: Yeah, that's definitely the coolest thing about it, that this is a game that like, you're going to be able to get, um, if you have Xbox Live, for free. and But it also has, like, it has new content coming out for it in the future. Um, it's not like a, a, a dead game that they're, they're throwing on there. Uh, right. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'll definitely look into that when it comes out. Hopefully and, I'll remember this time, unlike when Split Second was on there.
0: The, oh, no, know because I'm going to message uh, you and a couple of people, because I... I would really like to play this game again to see what they've changed from the beta because the beta was kind of rough. The, the people with shields were way overpowered. If you were fighting them, there was seemingly no way to get around the shield. So you would just have to run away and run past them. And the combat was wonky at times, but it had some shining moments of brilliance. So I, I'm I'm just excited. I I'm really I'm glad that this is gonna be free. Uh yeah. because I, I will be happy if the game is good to support it by buying the new DLC that's coming out. And um, you know, I I'll be happy to do that if the game is good and better. Uh, yeah, you'll definitely. hear us talk about it for sure. Um and Forza Horizon 2 is a good game. I got it for free when I got my 1S. Um uh, but I mean, like, it's the opposite of what Seth said, where, you know, where For Honor is getting still supported. Uh, Forza Horizon 2, literally Horizon 3 comes out in, like, two months. So, I mean, pick that game up and play it, but uh, literally the next one is around the corner. And if you have Xbox Game Pass, you'll get that one for free. True. um, Technically. So, that one was kind of a take it or leave it, in my opinion. But, um, you know, so, uh, was there any news you had over there, Seth?
1: Yeah. Um, first, uh, the, uh, the Hammond on Overwatch is now live in Overwatch for regular users or Ooh. as he is technically known, Wrecking Ball. Um, so that should be, that's fun for people who are still playing that. Uh, I gotta, I gotta pop that back in one day and, and check out all the new characters. Um. I saw there was an announcement for this game uh, called Iconoclasts. Um, it's coming to Switch on August sixth. So this is a game that um, it came out like right around the same time Celeste came out, and sort of got overshadowed by that. Not because you know Celeste is a great game, um, but I I remember I watched a, a run through this at um, Games Done Quick when it was on. And it actually looks really cool. It's a it's a Metroidvania type game, um, and you play you you play this mechanic um, in this world okay. where where mechanics are it's illegal to be one for some reason, um, and there's this weird uh, like the, the it's in this kind of weird world where um, the uh, like the this church runs the whole thing with like an iron fist, um, and it it, it's, it seems to have like pretty cool characters and stuff. Of course, what I saw of it was a uh, a speed run, so they don't really get into a lot of the story. But it, but the but gameplay wise, it looks really fun. Um, so that's definitely one to look out for if you've got a Switch, and if you got something else, it's already out. So you know you can go get it on that. Um, yeah, and the last thing I had. Uh, that's a little interesting to me, maybe um, for reasons that are not actually real. But so Nintendo, um, they have been dropping some uh, lawsuits on these websites that are hosting ROMs of their games. Um, yeah,
0: I had that on my list too. So I'm excited you're talking about it.
1: Yeah, um, and it's it's interesting. So when I first read this my initial thought was y- usually they they do this kind of stuff because like they have an impetus for going after it um and like my my mind correlated to like when when they shut down the another metroid 2 remake and then r- announced um their own remake of, of metroid 2 for 3DS like a couple months later um, right so my mind sort of cre- made parallels to there, so wondering you know, they're shutting this stuff down does this mean that these kind of games that they have are going to be like if they're planning on having these available in in the Nintendo eShop at any time soon. Of course the difference here is that Nintendo is seeking like um, seeking damages from from these websites uh, which they have not done and other stuff, but it, it is also sort of different because you know this—it's not a fan game. These are people who are, who are giving away Nintendo's IP for free. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's interesting, and it, it, was, I mean, also I... kinda, it was also kind of—it was also kind of funny because, like, a couple days after this, I saw someone on Facebook um, asking where they can get ROMs of, of Super Nintendo games, and one of the comments said said uh, the name of this website Love ROMs, which is one of the ones that had just been shut down. Which I thought was a little funny. But yeah, so I, I do wonder why like what what is the reason behind this? Because I don't this is not just something that they do would do out of nowhere for no reason.
0: Right. And I I I agree with that. Um, one of the things that I noticed is that it they said that one website had like 60 million downloads. Yeah. Um, which is just insane. If you... I don't even want to think of the math behind that. Um, for how much money that is lost in possible like downloadable sales to Nintendo. Um, but this... I, I, I'm with you in that it doesn't seem like a clear cut oh, this means that there's going to be a Super Nintendo experience on the Switch. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think it lends um, at least a hint that there will be. The, The only other thing that would make me hesitant to go with that is Nintendo probably also realized the amount of people Downloading ROMs to put them on the Super Nintendo Classic.
1: And yeah, I suppose.
0: So that, like, they 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 decided that they didn't want that experience to be used that way. Right. So they're kind of bringing the hammer down for that. Um, that was the yeah, only could, other thing I could, I could think of.
1: What? That would make sense. That would make okay. sense. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of wish it wasn't happening because I hadn't modded my Super Nintendo Classic yet. Um, but, you know, it's... I mean, they have every right to do it. I'm not mad at Nintendo. <laughs> There's It would be silly for me to be. Um, uh, but, yeah, the the only other news I have besides that is... Um, a beloved game franchise of both of ours, um, and I say this sarcastically. Um, NHL nineteen is having uh. an open beta starting August second, <laughs> and I'm kind of hoping there's online multiplayer in that open beta so I can play you in it. Uh, that, seeing that as it's game, one, that game is hard. It's one of the only sports games that I've like whooped you at. Okay, so. you beat
1: me by like one the one time we played. <laughs>
0: Uh, at GameStop in the mall Back yeah. when they had demos Oh man That was, yeah, because we got into the, A shootout beca- Because mm-hmm. we were tied uh, that, Those games are nuts If you I'm telling, if you are listening to this game uh, Listening to this podcast And you are good at N- NHL games Please write in I would love to talk to you And figure Let's out How that takes. is possible yeah, and how it's possible and uh, what kind of nerves of steel you have because, uh, man, it's something else. Um, and the the only other piece of news I had uh, besides uh, the fact that Fortnite turned one this past week, yeah. they're one years old now, Is that Dragon Ball Fighter Z has a release date for the Switch, and that's September twenty-eighth, and the public beta was confirmed to be in August. Um, There you go. So keep your eyes peeled out for that. Um, More free experiences on the Switch, uh, which is good. They Nintendo, I I really think Nintendo is working with people to get demos into the hands of people because they're seeing a lot of positive sales because of that. Uh Um, As seen with Octopath Traveler, a game that maybe hasn't gotten the greatest press, but a lot of people played the demo and they decided for themselves that they liked it, so they're trying to get a hold of it. And, you know, uh, it's just, if you get to try it and form your own opinion, you're less likely to listen to a review and be like, Okay, well, I don't need to experience that. Um,
1: okay, hold on just one second. You, I think this is, like, at least the third time you have said on this podcast about Octopath, like, not doing well in reviews and stuff and in the press. I'm pretty sure that you are just salty about that one Jason Schreier review who, because he didn't like the game.
0: No, no, I've seen, like... Okay, I I listened to Nintendo Voice Chat the mm-hmm. the podcast. Um all of them like the it's just this thinly and, and we can get into this. It's this thinly veiled layer of love over all and I I understand that there's nuance and criticism and that you can like something and be frustrated with it, but all these people that say at the end, you know, I love this game. It's followed by like half an hour of them talking about how annoyed they are with how it doesn't gel. Right. How it's not cohesive. Um, even the combat's frustrating cause it's too long. Like it's, But wait a minute. I have
1: done that on this podcast about games, which I really enjoyed. I know it's, it. It's that, like when 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 you play a good game, the it the the stuff that you don't like is magnified when it's compared to all a bunch of other good stuff. Um, That's fair. And, and like I I, I I get what you're saying, but this game has pretty much and reviewed really positively across the board.
0: Maybe and you, seem, I you only seem to follow. have
1: like it Maybe. like it's stuck in your craw that people don't like the game. When they do, in it, fact, it like is. the game.
0: I, I, maybe I'm following the wrong people on Twitter. Because I also see a bunch of people being annoying on Twitter about it. They, pretty much the only person I see being positive about it on Twitter is Stealth. Um,
1: well, yeah. He he definitely loves the game.
0: Yeah, he loves the game. And so, I mean, maybe I'm following the wrong people on Twitter. but
1: I suppose that could be it. You have self-selected your own demise.
0: But if uh, if Jason Schreier hears this, which I doubt he will, uh, I'm a big fan. It's just sometimes your opinions don't gel with mine, which is fine. Uh, but it is what it is. Um, so... And, again, and f- let's be honest, this
1: is a game that you just said got a little too time-consuming for you, and so you had to put it down.
0: Yeah, I had to give my brain a break. Because the... The battle system uh, is great, but it just requires me to focus too much. And mm-hmm. I, I wanted to turn my brain off. So I think that's more of a... a. It's a, it's a thing that you don't brain.
1: enjoy in a game that you really enjoy?
0: Uh, I'll, I'll let you get away with that. <laughs> I, I don't fully agree with where you're going with it, but I... I see what you're doing and I, I, I allow it. All right. All right. I'm just so, saying it's all. Oh, I know there there's trust me. I know. Cause we have the same conversation about borderlands and right. borderlands Two, And I mean, a bunch of other games that we've, that I love, um, but at this one, I, I definitely just think that I'm holding on to a lot of the, the negative vibes possibly too much, which is fine. I, I feel like um, a lot of people that loved Xenoblade Chronicles 2 probably had this feeling also, but I hated that game. Yeah. <laughs> so I.
1: <laughs> so you. So you don't exactly know where... Like you. You empathize with them, but you also still think that Xenoblade Two was not good.
0: Yeah, exactly. I. I think that that game was. I mean, I know that you liked it, um, begrudgingly. Um, but it's. It's something that I. I mean, I don't know. It's as I've gotten older. It's. It's hard because. I want to like games because I don't want them to be a waste of my money.
1: Yeah, but, I say that.
0: But I also have to look at them critically in some way because I don't want to waste my time with them. And yeah. so it's it's great when a, when you're interacting with games that um I I have almost no complaints about Super Mario Odyssey. Um no complaints about Breath of the Wild, really. Um, Hollow Knight, which I've I've been playing a lot of recently. Th- the only complaint I have about that is that's hard. Which I love having that complaint because if a game isn't challenging enough on some level, I'll get bored with it and put it down.
1: We've mm-hmm. talked
0: about that. With games like Octopath, it's it's hard because I can I can see why people are mad, but it's something that I'm willing to look past instead. Right. You know what I mean? So everyone has different uh, different things they trip up on. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think I'm just a little more lenient with this game than I am with uh, other things, of course. So Yeah. yeah.
1: That's... Nothing wrong with that.
0: That was fun little discourse for the end of the episode. Thanks for yep. calling me out on it, Seth. I appreciate well, that. What's uh what's a what's a hang up in games for you? Uh do you think you you have one that you could
1: Um I'm not sure honestly like there's been stuff that I, I've noticed when I play different games here and there. Um Like one of the things I when I when I was playing through um, what was it called when I was playing through Last of Us? I remember, um, I don't know if I brought this up, um, I, but I remember there was a point where like I got frustrated with myself because I've been so trained by open world games to check every single corner of everything that I was like, um, I was taking myself out of the, the flow of the game. Um, wow. and so I guess that's that's the kind of thing that that'll annoy me. Um, Except for an, but and then you, but then you look at a game like Breath of the Wild, wherein that is the game, um, but of course Nintendo has done it so artfully that that it's not it, it's it's no longer a hindrance. Um, so I don't know, I don't know if that's the same kind of thing, but um, I can't really think off the top of my head of one of those those common things that trip me up in games. A um, a lot of times it it used to be like. Like games like, um, even though I talk about how I play games like the super hard games, it used to be stuff like Neo that I that I had no um, no patience for um, because I didn't find it enjoyable until I played one that I found enjoyable. So I guess it I don't know it all is it, it it's it's kind of a game by game thing for me.
0: So I will say I did find something in Octopath that tripped me up. And I didn't realize it until, um, oh my God, it's the main guy on Nintendo voice chat, but he brought it up. Um, The game is pick and choosy about when there's voice acting. Yeah. So sometimes there's half voice acting where they say like half of the words in the sentence. Mm. And so now I have to play with, I think I'm going to turn the voices off if I can, because it really bothers me so i'll give you that like i i was thinking about maybe there is something in this game that i i really really hate that is one thing that i i didn't realize it bothered me until he pointed it out and then when i was playing i was like why did not you just voice act the whole game you voice acted like 80 percent of it and you're leaving out just chunks of sentence for no reason
1: yeah i mean i sort of understand that but i think Okay, I I, I I get the the issue, but a lot of the, like how much of that stuff, even if it was like fully voice acted, like how much would you actually be listening to? Because a lot of that, that that the little dialogue stuff, you just want to you, you read it a lot quicker than they can speak it, and so you you just skip through it. And so it, if it's I understand, fully voice I can acted, the I'm more likely to listen. It. I suppose, like when I was playing. Uh, Battle Chef Brigade. I, I remember I said this on the podcast. I felt bad because the whole thing, like, it was voice acted, all of it. And I just, like, I, I was able to read through the dialogue so much faster than they were speaking it. And so I didn't get to hear a lot of it because I skipped through some of it. Um, so I, I understand their, re- their, um, the reason why they would not put that in there. Because that's, you know, that's a lot more, a lot more time. Spent recording and uh, a lot more money they have to pay. Uh, but yeah. But I think, like, there's... If you go back and listen to all the games I've talked about on here, I don't think there's been a single one where I haven't been able to find, like, little minor details that, that aggravated me to no end in each of the games, in even in games that I really enjoyed. There there generally are no perfect games, except for Mega Man X. It is, It's pretty much a perfect game. Even no, that ha- though, even that though, I could find, I could find issues with it.
0: I I have to note before we go: Did you buy it digitally or physically?
1: I bought it physically, although the the second X Collection is a digital download.
0: Yep, same here. So, uh, with that, we agree on one thing: that that's the way to buy the Mega Man X Legacy Collection. Do and, it, and um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, i'm not gonna uh burn your ears off by making you listen to me uh give the spiel again but um share with your friends and we appreciate you listening and uh will uh, uh you won't see us next week because it's a podcast but you'll hear us next week so <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that. some
1: of them some of them might see you and might see me next week depending on who you
0: are that is fair we yeah, uh, yeah. so let us know you'll be listening
1: All right. Do it. Bye. Goodbye.